I don't like small talk. You from around here? Chilly out tonight, huh? So I rarely talk to strangers, especially cabbies. I'll usually put my headphones on to avoid such moments. Tonight, though, I really needed to connect with someone, anyone, and updrove anyone. Hi, I said softly as I got into the cab. All I could see of the driver was the profile of a man in his late 40s. Could you take me to the northwest area of Houston, please? What's the address, he sneered, disgusted that I'd been so casual, so sure that he had the kind of time to just start driving me in a general direction. I can't remember exactly, but if you drive me to the spring area, I'll figure out where I'm going. I was a shell of a human. I had just been released from one hospital for a bacterial infection and was trying to leave another hospital. This time, though, I was leaving my dead mother behind. It felt completely wrong, but what could I do? Ask the cab driver if I could bring her with me. Hey, cabbie. I do understand that I'm the one with the bad attitude, but not only do I need a second to shut my door before you peel out of here, but could you give me a minute to go grab my dead mother's body? It was 3 a.m., and I had been at my mother's bedside for 12 hours. I was exhausted, but now that I was leaving, I felt like there'd been some kind of permanent exchange. I took my sadness and left a body. Maybe I was expecting the nurses, administrators, and doctors to gather around my mother and reminisce. Oh, remember when she first got wheeled in here? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was remembering that time when the priest came in to read her her last rites. What about when we took her off life support? Right, yeah, she was so great. I really liked her. My mother had died two hours before. There was no last breath, only her death rattle, the eerie gurgling and drowning noise in her throat, ending with a dark gray liquid pouring out of her mouth and dripping down her chin and neck. I sometimes wonder what my mother would think about me revealing such intimate details about her death. But my mother didn't like to edit me. When she did, all I had to say was, but it's the truth. And she'd shrug her shoulders like, who could argue with that? When I called the house to tell my brother Reno and stepfather Rick that my mother had died, Reno said he was coming to get me. The hospital was 45 minutes away. An hour passed. I called my brother's phone and found out that he hadn't left the house yet. He was calling friends and family to tell them about my mother. How could this not wait? He surely didn't have an easy night, but I know he hadn't spent the last 12 hours at our mother's side counting the seconds between her breaths. I could hear in his voice how sorry he was and how much he realized he had screwed up, but I was furious, so I just took a taxi. Maybe this was a clear example of when I could have been better at picking my battles since I could not even remember my mother's address. The cab driver turned and stared at me for a couple of beats and then cocked his head to the side and said, You don't know the address? You don't know the address. I need the exact address. This was not the anyone I would be opening up to. I wasn't going to the house I grew up in. Rick and my mother had moved about five years ago. My relationship with them was complicated, and I had only visited maybe five times. Please, I don't know it off the top of my head, and my mother just died, and... I started crying. Oh, the cab driver fully turned his body toward me. My mother just died? My mother just died? Poor you, 
He was yelling, his eyes bulging and squinting. My mom left me when I was 15 years old. She didn't give a shit about me. At least you had a mom. I realized this man was most likely on crack or meth and was capable of hurting me. I went quiet, asking him to please take me to the side of town I needed to go to. He began driving quickly and recklessly, periodically turning around to yell about some brutality he'd suffered in his bad life and then slam me with a final, so you think you have it bad? I didn't care. I didn't care if our car crashed. I didn't care about anything. I just told him I was sorry. I was utterly defeated and numb. I was outside of my body, watching myself travel away from the hospital, away from watching my mother die, away from that part of my life forever. We were getting close to the house when we took an odd exit on the freeway and pulled up to a convenience store. A completely different and seemingly caring cab driver turned around to ask, You want anything? Mainly what I wanted was for him to not murder me at a quickie mart. <laughs>